0: Welcome to the Fustel Fit Podcast with your host, Nicola Fustel. Straight talking, body positive coach and personal trainer, Nicola brings you your weekly guide to finding real health and fitness and to live the life you deserve. Well, hello there. This is episode 11 of the Fustel Fit Health and Fitness Podcast and today's guest is Donna Noble. I hope you're going to enjoy this interview. I stumbled across Donna on Facebook, I think, and I saw one of her body positive blogs and then started to give her a little bit of a stalk and found she's doing some great work out there. So I was really keen to get her on the show and share her experiences and what she's up to. So welcome, Donna, to the
1: show. Thank you, Nicola, for inviting me on the show. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: You are welcome. So Donna, I've been having a little stalk of your Facebook and your website. Yeah. And you are the creator of Curbsome Yoga, radio yep. show host, life coach, writer, blogger and noble yogi. I am indeed. So, <laughs> so a bit of a mouthful there. And I'm surprised that you're on the radio as well, because I do radio too. Oh,
1: thought, yeah, obviously, because I'm on your show right now, which is Well, good. this is for
0: the podcast as well. So let's dive into the questions. So I first discovered you through a post that you wrote, and it was something about body positivity. oh, yes, another one, because there's not many of us in the UK, or that I found anyway. So I thought it'd be nice to follow you and see what you're up to. And I noticed that you did this yoga. And I think one of the first pictures that I saw on your page was of bigger women doing the yoga. And I assumed that you were one of them. Did you? I did, yeah, because I thought she's doing body positivity and she's doing yoga and it's called curve some yoga so i assumed yeah. that you were one of these bigger ladies yeah do you find that a lot of people assume that about you
1: um i'm not sure actually what the, i think people like they they stalk me and they see me so they they know um that i'm not curvy or a plus size individual so i don't think i've had anyone um be disappointed not disappointed but you know um assume that i was a size that i wasn't yeah yeah yeah
0: so talk to me about your your story. How did you get into doing the work that you do?
1: Um, basically, um, I became a yoga teacher as a result of a friend of mine saying, you know, you should have a plan B. And I thought, OK, what do I like doing? I thought yoga. So I thought I'd do a, yo- um, a teacher training course. But the intent at that time, Nicola, was just to do it when I retired. I didn't think it would be a career for me, a uh, choice there and then. Um, so I did that. And then um, during the coming towards the end of the teacher training course, the or whatever you want to deem, it decided that I was going to be made redundant. So I then decided, why not give this thing called yoga uh, a go? Because I was on an NLP course, and I was going to go back into corporate. And then someone said to me, what's going on with you? And I told them. Um, and they said, "Don, you actually do know what you want to do. Because I thought, I, I, I don't know what I want to do. And they said, when you talk about yoga, you light up. And when you talk about corporate, you don't. And my very words were in that, in that one conversation was, OK, then what, what I'll do then is give this thing called yoga a, a, a chance. And I did, basically. And um, here I am now.
0: So were you already practicing yoga yourself in other people's classes?
1: Yes, I was. I, I'd been doing yoga um, since about 1999, um, I think. Um, I became a yogi then as a result of a friend of mine seeing a picture of Madonna with her legs behind her head. Oh, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and her deciding that, you know, let's give it a go. And I said, why not? And that was the start of my yoga journey. Okay,
0: brilliant. So um, was it yoga that first got you into the fitness industry?
1: Yes, it was actually. I And I sort of didn't think that I, you know, never ever thought that'd be in the fitness industry. I remember um, there was a girl, I was doing her uh, Fitbo class and um, it was something that I thought was, not highly paid, and something that I sort of turned away from. So it's quite ironic that now it's yoga that's that's turned me into got me into into the the fitness industry.
0: And how has your career changed from going into yoga? Did you just start with the niche that you have now, or has it changed along the way?
1: It's changed along the way um, with regards to yoga. Um, when I um, completed my initial course, I went off to LA and decided to do Bikram. Yoga, which is the hot yoga, yeah. and went there initially, Nicola. For um, I think it was gonna be a period of nine nine weeks for the teacher training and stay, maybe for two more weeks, so making it eleven. But I loved it so much, I travelled around and stayed for six months.
0: Wow!
1: And I think that's where maybe the body t- positivity started to come about. And then it wasn't until, with regards to the niche, that came about as a result of reading an article about a plus size journalist in the Guardian. Who wasn't having a very nice experience, you know. She um in the class, she was invariably the largest person in the room, so she was stared up by the other practitioners, and also she was ignored by the teacher, and something just resonated with me with regards to her story. And apparently I kept talking about it to friends and, and and some of the coaches that I have, and it was like, Well, shut up talking about it and do something about it. And in a very short period of time, curse on yoga came about, and and that's how I, I, I discovered this niche
0: and um, have you ever been discriminated against you for your size
1: no in terms of um, employment no I don't think I have and how do you counteract the yoga stereotypes um, in terms of with some yoga do you mean in, in the body positivity way yes
0: yeah, so you're saying that obviously you come across this journalist who was uh, stigmatized in the yoga class yeah so how have you come across um, that in your practice
1: so basically what I um, what I do in my practice is I um, promote on my pages a lot of images of awesome yo- plus-size yogis in America. There's the ones I I, um, I show or highlight the most, Jessamine Stanley, um, Diane Bondi, and Dana Felsetti. So I then use imagery to show individuals that may not consider yoga that they too can do yoga, that it's, you know, yoga isn't... Um, the domain of somebody that's tall, slim, blonde, and with their legs behind their head—that you know, yoga is for everybody, and everybody is a yoga body.
0: So does that? So that you're saying that includes size? What about age, and what about ability as well?
1: Um, age as well, basically. Um, I—I and you'll see that again. Um, there's a yoga teacher that I've interviewed for my radio show. She's 97. And she didn't take up yoga until her 60s. So again, I try and highlight that. So it's not only just about say, um, sorry, size or age, but also the genders as well. So I show men doing yoga as well and try and promote that as well. And abilities as well. I teach chair yoga. So anyone that comes into my yoga class, I will be able to teach to them in that sense. And I try and promote that in all the material that I, I put out on social media. Brilliant.
0: Yeah. So what are the benefits to yoga?
1: The benefits to yoga, they're numerous, but the, the main ones is it helps with stress relief in, in in so many ways. But it also helps as well with uh, um, it makes you stronger, not only in body, but also mind as well. Um, also makes you more flexible. But for me, the one of the most important things, it promotes self-love and self-confidence because it allows you to connect with your body in the true sense of the word. So you begin to you know, see what things you don't like. You tune into your intuition more. And just the numerous health benefits that you get from yoga as well. Yoga brings about mindfulness and stillness in the mind. So it makes you better prepared to deal with this very stressful life that we, society that we live in today.
0: It's really interesting that you say all of that because that, that whole sentence there really relates to myself and the people that I speak to in the body-positive community, because a lot of them have come from eating disorder backgrounds. And so through years and years of dieting and having eating disorders or disordered eating, a lot of people have lost that ability to just be in tune with their body and even listen to their own hunger and fullness signals.
1: So do you think that yoga could really help? It it can can really do so because... uh, And that's what helped with me and and my journey that, you know... And I think that's the start of it, Nicola, was knowing that I... Seeing that I didn't like the job I was doing and finding something I like and, and doing things that I like and, and just tuning into my gut more. I got I I base my decisions now more on how I feel. Because mm-hmm. I believe, Nika, that we have this innate sense of well-being that's always there, but we 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 externalize more. We we we, we don't realize that everything that we, we need in life is inside us because society or the way in which we're conditioned is to believe that in order to be happy we need a bigger house, bigger car you know, all the trappings of, of wealth. But it, what we're really searching for is happiness within ourselves. And it's always there, but we just, so, as I said before, remove from that. And we just need to come back to that. And when we come back to this, we'll see that we are um, happier. And yoga as well helps us to get to the root cause of what maybe what we're going through in life as well. So it's not like a Band-Aid to something. To, yeah. You know, if we're, we've got an issue in life, it really lets you get to the root cause. So you can address it. and and come from a better place in terms of that.
0: So you talked a little bit about stress and how yoga helps with stress. And it's funny because I used to work at BBC and we had yoga classes there for the workers so that they could then have better work-life balance and not be too stressed at work. And that was the first time I've ever met yoga teachers who were stressed. (laughs) And I don't know if it was just because they were now working in the corporate environment or just the way that we were managing the booking systems or whatnot, but I'd never seen yoga teachers that were actually stressed before. Yeah. How do you manage your stress?
1: Um, well, I go into my yoga mat. So um, I try to, to lead a balanced life. It's not always possible when you're running your own business, but I always try to make sure that I, I go to bed at a decent time, that I always go back to, um, to my yoga mat, but also to pick up on the signs that I'm being stressed. And I know what those signs are, so I can address them before they take hold in, in that respect. And because I'm more in tune with myself, Nicola, I try to avoid situations that are gonna cause stress or apply techniques that are gonna help me to deal with stress, like meditation, but also just going with the flow and trying to be more mindful and staying the moment. Cause you know, what we tend to do, we, we worry about the past, but we can't change the past. Yeah. And we try to go into the future and worry about the future. And a lot of the times it's unnecessary stress.
0: I think I saw that on your Facebook page, a picture of um, people looking into the past and looking into the future, and it's really the present they need to be.
1: Yeah, indeed. The only time or moment we're guaranteed is the present moment. You know, I've had times when I, you know, I've come out of my house, example, last week, thinking, oh, I'm going to go and have a a treatment. But I went out there and someone had crashed into my car and that plan completely changed. And the more I see that, Nicola, the more I just try and be in the moment and, and I don't get frustrated. I just let it be and just know that there's a reason why whatever I planned to do didn't happen. And the more I I, I I don't plan my life myself and get in my own way, I believe that it's, it's mapped out. And I think everything that happens to us is already planned out if you believe in the universe or God or whatever you believe in. And when you trust the process more, then life becomes easier, becomes less stress.
0: You sound like you're talking about law of attraction.
1: Yeah, a little bit of that as well. Yeah. But I also do something called the three principles, which is about mindful consciousness, which also believes that life doesn't happen to us, life happens through us. And that's so true. We're, 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 an example I can give is like we're in a movie, Nicola, and we are the director, we're the star, and, and we're the ones that are in control of that in that sense.
0: Right, oh, I like that. So if I Google three principles, will it come up with things for me to look at?
1: Yeah, indeed it will.
0: Brilliant. <laughs> I'm into all of the motivation. I, I like listening to Law of Attraction yeah. and all of the positive speakers. So that'll be a new one for me. So thank you.
1: <laughs> that's a new one. And this one makes it even more simpler that, you know, that if you believe you're one with the universe, then you're so powerful. And if you believe that that you're so powerful, there's nothing you can't achieve, nothing you can't do, and you become more fearless. And that's what's happened in my journey and that's why so many things have happened to me. And I I make inspired decisions and, you know, receive those opportunities and walk into them as well. And it's just changed my outlook and the opportunity that I've got now. With You know, I think that's how Curse and Yoga came about as well, because I was more in the moment and I was afraid to, to explore explore that.
0: So what limiting beliefs have you had and have you had to overcome in your business?
1: Um, in terms of my business, nothing now, actually, because I do believe with um trust in the process but before I embraced my business back when I worked in the corporate world just staying in a job that I didn't enjoy just not feeling I was good enough but now that's completely changed and now that I believe that there's nothing that I can't achieve
0: and how do you describe the work that you do
1: the work that I do I'm sort of I'm a yoga specialist, but then I seem to be a body positive advocate. So it seems to be changing as you at at the start of the interview referred to me with these different hats on. So I'm just out there to show, to change the image of yoga and let as many people as possible benefit from the many benefits of yoga. That's, I believe, what my, my, my job's to do at the moment. And that's what I'm doing.
0: So how do you help people with the life coaching
1: just to what I find is that a lot of people that come onto the yoga mat, they come there for one reason, but they they get so much more. So what I try with the life coaching to achieve is to let them go with the flow, but also to tune into themselves themselves more and seeing getting to the root cause of whatever issue is they're encountering. And that's what I I guide people towards with the coaching. That's
0: interesting. So I'm going to rephrase my next question. How would you describe the journey that your clients go through in your yoga session?
1: So, in my, in my, they come into my yoga session initially. I suppose they come in there for the 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 asanas or whatever there is. But when they are on the mat, I believe the way in which I teach the class is, you know, I say just do the best you can do with the body you have in the room. So, I'm they they will then start to love their body more, realize what their body can do and what their body can achieve, and they become self-confident on the yoga mat. And then with these things, they will be able to change their life because of that, because they've seen what they can achieve on the yoga mat. And so when they're outside of that, environment there may be a, a situation that comes up they may have turned, turned away from but now they will embrace it because they're there's so much powerful or they will see they're more powerful or more able than they initially thought
0: and
1: what does body diversity mean to you Body diversity for me means just seeing different body types ages sizes abilities um in our environment or in, the, in a yoga room that's what that means for me all, all cultures or colors or races, everyone should be in inclusive in whatever it is they want to do. For me, that's yoga.
0: So, have you ever had a, an issue with your size or shape or body image?
1: Not really. Only I suppose when I was younger, I was I was teased. I've got I've got very very long legs. So, as, as a child, I was teased at school a little bit. So that for me, and I had an illness. I had Bell's palsy, and I don't know if you know what that is. It's like when one side of your face becomes. Um, paralyzed. So I had that for for a few years. So in terms of body image, um, I wasn't in a very confident place. And I think that that's where the yoga helped me to heal, but also to come to terms with it.
0: So how do you relate to your ladies who are plus size?
1: Um basically are they're, they're just bodies like me so it's not a case of they they plus size they're just individuals in the room and they just have different abilities so and i'm and, and when and i had a friend that asked me the same question you're a slim person and i asked the, a, a, a a client and we just see each other as persons we don't look at body size so i just ad- adapt the postures for them or anyone in in the yoga room i don't let anyone feel as though they're being picked on or being highlighted with this there And we just do the best that they can do with the body they have in the room or the mat on on that day.
0: And have you heard of Linda Bacon and the health at every size?
1: I have, actually. I've read her book, is it Body Respect? And I've actually interviewed her on my um, radio show as well. Have you? Yeah. I
0: need to have a link to your radio show. Can you listen back again? Can I listen back again? Yeah, or is it just live?
1: That um, you can, yeah. It's, there's a link there. If you go to my um, blog, I can send you the link as well. It's on there as well, and so, and it should be on on my um, on my web as well with a the link there.
0: Brilliant. brilliant. So I will link all of those in the show notes to this podcast, so everyone else can benefit from that as well. Because I love Linda Bacon's work; she's
1: brilliant and yeah, no, she's awesome. She's again, you know, as part of this journey. She's opening my eyes. And I'm learning so much more. Yeah, about the body positive.
0: And if you could change anything in the fitness industry, what would you change?
1: Um, basically, I would just change the imagery um, that the fitness industry uses, and I'm not sure, and, and maybe edu- educate them because I'm not sure if they realise sometimes what the effect has of the imagery they use of the typical person that does fitness and how they're putting people off from maybe wanting to become healthy and wanting to go into a gym or a exercise environment, and that's what I'd like to change.
0: Mm-hmm. We're on the same mission, I think. <laughs> so, what's been your biggest challenge in in life or in work so far?
1: My big, biggest challenge in life was coming recovering from my, my illness. That was something that um, that really sort of not not me for six, but made me reevaluate life. And and I think that's what put me on the path I am now to be more body conscious. And because um, my illness was a very public illness. And I think it changed me from being sort of on that automatic treadmill of life, and to step off and maybe reevaluate and see what it is that I wanted to do and what I could do to make um, to help people more.
0: Mm-hmm. And your biggest challenge in work
1: um, at the moment or in the past? Either, either. Um, I suppose at the moment, I suppose it's just um, reaching the the plus size. Um, women because they don't look at yoga and see themselves doing yoga so it's changing that viewpoint and showing that everybody indeed is a yoga but so it's one of the major challenges i have at the moment so i'm having to go where these women are but it's i find that the challenges is that they will be brave enough to sign up for my class or come to a workshop but they still won't come through the door sometimes so again it's 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 changing that perception within the yoga and, and the, um, the media
0: I guess that's the hard thing because you need to find more of you really because you're only one person. Yeah, and you need to reach
1: people in a wider scale. Indeed, and and that can and and that sometimes is a challenge for me because I you know I have a class Nicola and you know people may not come as much you know, and and that's an issue for me as someone starting out in this in this time this line of business. But I suppose it's a movement and it's still in its infancy, so that just needs to change. And you know it's it's. You know, Curvesome Yoga has been well-received, but it's just getting to the individuals that can benefit from some the most.
0: So what's been your biggest success?
1: I suppose coming up with some Yoga. And um, last year I went to the OM show, which is the largest yoga show in Europe. And um, basically, just the reception that was received there, because I was one of the only few stands there that was catering for people over a size 12 and above in that respect. So the response I got was amazing.
0: So you were teaching teaching
1: there? I was teaching there as well, and I had a stand there as well. And because of that as well, this year, um, with... I've been able to speak to the editor and we had the first plus size yoga Dana Falsetti on the cover of a mainstream yoga magazine in the UK. So we are making headways there. So that's another success that we've had. Brilliant. Yeah. So who inspires you? What keeps you going? Diane Bondi inspires me. She's a body positive advocate um, from Canada and she is not afraid to challenge anything out there in terms of body positivity in terms of diversity so she keeps me going we, we you know, i interviewed her on my radio show but we've become friends now we're going to be working together next year so she just keeps me going and she's happy with what the progress i'm making in the uk and just my students as well um when they come into the yoga room and they think they can't do something and just seeing the, the delight and happiness on their face when they achieve something or they can see that their body can do so much more than they first thought that's mm-hmm. what inspires me where do you see yourself in five years' time? Um, I'd love to still be doing what I'm doing, but hopefully making a major impact not just only in yoga but in the fitness scene to be more inclusive and so that the people that really can benefit from fitness, health, and fitness they've in, been included and cha- and and they've been included in the imagery in terms of the media as well. So, the poster we see that these individuals can see themselves in some of the posters so they can know that that activity is something they can do as well so i'd love yeah. to be but not only just in the uk but around the world maybe as well or europe i'd love to be traveling with what i do as well Brilliant.
0: Yeah. well you are doing that in a way with, with the pictures but, but, that you have on your yeah. facebook
1: Yeah, but going further afield, so maybe America, Australia, doing that as well. Becoming like someone like, you know, have you you seen seen Gabby Bernstein, someone like that? So becoming a sort of motivational speaker as well and and teaching the yoga as well. That yoga, I think, will always be part of my life because it's it's helped me to heal and it's something that I'm helping others to heal with as well.
0: And talking of talks, I've noticed that you were on the Wife, the Women in Fitness Empowerment poster. Yes. Is that something that's coming up, or have you done
1: that already? Oh, that's part of this week. But my um, my bio was, or my turn or expert day was yesterday. So basically, again, just showing that everybody can do yoga and trying to encourage more women in the Women's Institute to take up yoga. They have a, a I think it's the Women's Institute Sports Week, and that's what's happening. Um, started on Monday and ends on Sunday. So various experts are out there talking about their area of expertise.
0: So let's find out a little bit about you. Yeah. What's your favourite book?
1: It's a recent book actually, and it's to do with the three Ps. And my favourite book at the moment is The Space Within by Michael Neal. Are you reading that at the moment or you've read I've that? i read it basically. So basically it's about, the, it's around the three principles and about how the mind works and how everything that we need is inside of us so again that is changing the way in which i do things within my life so that's why it's become one of my favorite books and
0: favorite quote
1: my favorite quote is sometimes the most important thing in a whole day is the rest we take between two deep breaths Hmm. and that's by etty hillison i like that so it's just a shame because you know we we keep going all the time, Nicola. But sometimes we come from a more powerful place when we stop and then start again. Yeah, or we'll take that rest in between. Definitely.
0: Well, it's been a very positive and inspiring interview. Thank you. Can I? Um, can you share your hashtags and how we can find out more about you? Okay, my hashtags at
1: the moment are um, hashtag Yoga Has No Size. And hashtag noble Yogi, And you can find me on, I think, most social media, so Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, etc., under Donna Noble Yoga or Curse Some Yoga. And the website is thenobleartofyoga.co.uk. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you.
0: If you like this episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave Nicola a review on iTunes. You can also check out the show notes and get other free content on her website, fustelfit.co.uk. If you'd like to contact Nicola, email nicola at